everyone. Thanks for joining us for KB Talks powered by the NKBA, the only podcast dedicated to sharing the latest kitchen and bath industry insights, providing you with the education and connections to help grow and support your business. I'm your host, Jennifer Bertrand. When brands and designers collaborate, both can win through innovative ideas and increased visibility. Live from the KBiz Next Stage in Las Vegas this past January is Power in Partnerships. This stage session focuses in on building relationships between brands and designers. Learn the benefits, boosts, and what to be cautious of when working in collaborations. Maddie O'Malley, Assistant Market Editor of Architectural Digest, moderates this panel discussion featuring Nar Bustamante and Patty Dominguez of Cosentino, Neil Bailey and Andrew Hayes from Cabinet, Michael Berman and Kavita Katri of House of Roll. If you're like me and walked about an hour to get here, um, thank you. <laughs> Let me start with that. <laughs> if I would have known I was going to walk an hour to get to the panel, I probably wouldn't have gotten up at five and tried to exercise. But here we are. Um, and I hope that everyone had a wonderful evening and a first day of Cavis yesterday. This is my 14th year to participate at Cavis with Cosentino, and I could not be more delighted to be a part of this amazing community and partnership with all of you, um, and of course with the NKVA and Cavis. Cosentino North America is a company that, if you don't know, we're a surface company, and we are, have a manufacturing facility and our um, corporate headquarters are in Almeria, Spain, um, small town in the southeast of Spain. And many of you in this industry have actually had the opportunity to come with us and visit our headquarters and visit our family. Uh, it's a family-owned business. We started about 25 years ago with a few of us at Cosentino North America, and now I'm proud to say there's 2,000 employees just in the U.S., and um, about 4,500 worldwide. Our priority and the heart of our company is all about being in touch with the kitchen and bath community. And that is how we began our business. The designers is the love that we have for design and the designers are really what constitutes our company. We're all about partnerships and that's why this particular panel for us was so special because we believe um, wholeheartedly that being a strong partner in this industry is what makes us great. Um, you guys as designers and as partners bring so much to the table and we learn from you every day. We're a company that's all about people and that's why we're still a family business. And I've learned so much from not just the design community, but also all of the industry partners that we work with and that we associate our brand with. So for that, I also want to say thank you. We have a um, new Cosentino Design Alliance with five designers, that six designers that we have um, chosen to be part of this new concept. We used to call it the Silestone Trend Spotters. Now it's the Cosentino Design Alliance, and it is um, five really great uh, designers from across the country that are working with us in bringing design and collaborating with us with new color innovation, as well as all of our different applications. And I won't bore you with more about our company, with the exception of, in case you don't know, our brands are Silestone, which is a quartz, and, and then 
Decton, which is ultra compact surface, and Sensa Granite. Those are our three brands. We are located in the north side. Did I say that again? The north side. If you just keep walking till the end of the show, that's where we're at. And we would love to have you come and visit the booth and, um, and see what the innovation that we, all of our new colors and all of the new applications that we have brought to you. We have one program that's called We by Cosentino that we're launching. And if you are someone that works with our brands and would like to know more about it, we'd love to get you signed up. It's a program that connects through our digital platform an opportunity for designers to feel more connected with Cosentino, order samples, be in touch with us, and most important, that we bring you business and leads. Um, and then you can make a little bit of extra cash too. So no one can say no to that. And now with that, I get the opportunity to do a little bit of two hats this morning. So for that, I'm extremely excited and honored. Um, I'd like to move on at this time with our panel. Um, I get to introduce the panel, but I also get to be a part of it. Like I said, it has a little bit to do with the fact that for us at Cosentino, it's all about brand partners. So first of all, who better to moderate this panel than our dear friend, Maddie O'Malley, who I would like to introduce from Architectural Digest, the International Authority of Design dedicated to covering the best design in the world. So please welcome Maddie O'Malley. Thank you, Maddie. And then if I could please have my fellow panelists, I'll start with Nar Bustamante, Andrew Hayes, Neil Bailey, Michael Berman, and Kavita Katri. Thank you very much. Whoops, sorry. Hi, everyone. Welcome to KBiz. Welcome to the next stage. Um, my name is Madeline O'Malley, and I am the market editor for Architectural Digest. And um, we are here today to talk about the power in partnerships, which is so exciting. Before we do that, I just want to mention that um, we have a colleague here, Devone, in the back who's with AD Pro, which is our digital trade-focused platform. And if you're not already a member, feel free to see Devone afterwards and check in with him and chat about AD Pro. Okay, so we are here to talk about power and partnerships, and we're so excited. So we've got some amazing duos here um, who all represent a different definition of partnership. So I think we should just have everybody go ahead and talk about themselves and give an introduction of who you are. So Nar, I'll start with you. All right, thank you. Um, my name is Nar Bustamante from Sacramento, California. I'm the founder of Nar, Nar Design Group. And uh, I've been very blessed to, over the years, work with such incredible projects, products, people. And uh, one of the most important things in, in developing uh, partnerships is that uh, businesses don't do business with businesses. People do business with people. And so at the core of partnership, is a relationship. And so we'll get into that further. Thank you. Well, I introduce myself again. So for those that just arrived, my name is Patty Dominguez, and I am the vice president of the commercial and residential business for Cosentino. And I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome. <clears throat> I'm Michael Berman. 
I'm the principal designer for Michael Berman Limited. Uh, we are an interior design and product design company in Los Angeles, and I am honored to be one of the uh, designers that have a collection with the House of Roll. Um, hi, I'm Kavita Katri. I'm the Director of Marketing and Innovation for the House of Roll US, and I'm really happy to be here. I look forward to a great discussion. Hi, uh, I'm Neil Bailey. I'm President for Cabinet. Um, it's a British brand. You probably guessed from my accent. I am English, though I've lived here for seven years. Have um, many years of experience with brands such as Pog & Pole as CEO for the US. Um, very happy to be here representing Cabinet, the British brand. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew Hayes. I'm the founder of Cabinet uh, and uh, creative director and founder of our team, who's the innovation house for Cabinet, which is a London-based design business. Uh, yeah, and Neil and I are a duo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. So to kick things off, I think we should all chat about how we first met or connected. So, Nar, would you like to talk about how you and Patty kind of came to be and how this partnership came to be? Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Um, Patty's a dear friend of mine now, so I uh, have to be careful what I say. Yeah, keep it clean, yeah, Nar. Keep it clean. Just kidding. So... <laughs> As a designer uh, working on, on many projects, uh, I, was, I was fortunate to meet Patty, I think it's been about seven years ago now, and it's, it was an alliance uh, from the heart of so much, having so much in common just in plain conversation. Um, Decton at that point was coming out on the market and I saw it as such an amazing product that it's where I became bonded with the, the idea of everything that I could do with this product. And, but it's, the product alone is something that's difficult to understand unless you have somebody that is telling you, this is what our product is all about. The relationship, the partnership begins of making a union of understanding this is what I do and this is what you do. And we need each other to do this together. So I incorporated Decton in the early days and Cosentino and Patty really supported um, everything that I did from that day on. And I'm sure we'll get into that further, but we met a long time ago in Spain and I went to the factory and I realized in that moment, this is such an incredible product. And it's rare that I see innovation happen where it really changes the platform of what I'm doing. It's not the everyday using the same materials, the same products. It became a very important um, inheritance to this is what I want to do to change what I do. So it it's forward moving. And, and I, I really enjoyed working with Cosentino and Patty to, to understand the product and develop the idea that now it's an incredible product that a lot of people know about. And I was fortunate to be Kind of in the grassroots of it all where i began producing a lot of projects before i think the product even hit market to just see what it could do and so we'll get into that further thank you, thank you. um yeah nar and i met you know as i do i have the opportunity to meet so many designers and some of you that are actually sitting here and recognize um familiar faces and we we brought him to spain and you know one thing that i will say is 
Nar had a dream. He told me he was going to do the most amazing showroom. He told me he was going to use Decton in all of his projects. And um, before Decton really launched, and he did, and he actually has the first project that we ever had in North America was done by NAR in Sacramento um, with a fabricator who resisted to work with Decton at the time. And he introduced him to him and we helped him get through it. So it was kind of love at first sight. Nice. Well, um, my story about how I actually became uh, aligned with the House of Raw is is a bit interesting. Um, I won't say how many years ago it was because it was (laughs) over 10, which means I started it when I was 12. But um, many years ago, I was introduced to the Roll family um, by a mutual colleague who was also in our industry. And I had, at that point, uh, parlayed my interior design business into designing products uh, for our industry, furniture, lighting, textiles, uh, ceramic tile, and stone. So all of the products that I had a passion for that go into building a home or building a commercial uh, project. And so going into plumbing fixtures was kind of a a natural progression for me. It was like the next step. And um, I was introduced to the Roll family. And one of the things that I take into consideration when I'm about to embark on um, a new alliance with another company is, uh, do we see eye to eye on a lot of the... um, same attributes to products. And it was about quality, it was about the, the relationship, like Nar said, with people. Um, they're just a lovely, wonderful uh, family and group of people to work with. And um, we did see IDI on exactly what we wanted to achieve. And for me and for Roll, that was about uh, creating a product for the luxury kitchen and bath industry that would stand out, become unique and original, um, and at the same time have serious application. So I met with the role people. Um, It was really a wonderful experience. They uh, had confidence in me. I ended up going to Italy, which is, uh, and visiting one of their factories, and uh, seeing the technology so that I could design the product backwards. Hopefully, creating something that they would be able to manufacture uh, easily enough and uh, not make it too challenging for them. And um, I fit all of those bills uh, very easily, and they uh, took a big chance on me, and we launched the first collection um, many years ago, which was called Zephyr, and then the second collection, which was called Gotham, and now we've launched this new collection, which is called Graceline, doing extremely well, and I'm very proud of it. And at KBiz Now, we just launched the kitchen faucet um, of Graceline. So um, I'm just honored. It was a great experience, and I'm very fortunate to be aligned with them. Um, uh, I just want to... So I'm relatively new to the House of Roll, and um, I inherited the relationship yes. with, uh, <laughs> with Michael. And I think it's been, it's been really wonderful. So House of Roll, I don't know how many of you know of the House of Roll. Look at you. I'm so impressed. <laughs> so the House of Roll, really, we are a house of five brands. And each brand has a very distinctive personality. So Roll brand, we're very proud to manufacture in Italy. 
Uh, we have we work with other designers as well that are Italian. So it's all about handcrafted, hand sculpted, beautiful finishes. And the Grace line is one of our most popular collections because I think there is a depth to that design that I think uh, bodes inspiration from. Michael's love for the deco era, I think he's going to mention it because this man is so passionate about uh, the golden age of film that it reflects in the product itself. And we do work with, so we've got five brands. The, the, our main brand is Roll. Uh, we have Victorian Albert. How many know Victorian Albert? Beautiful, like beautiful tubs. So we work with another set of designers um, to build those beauties. Uh, we have Riobel, which is a relatively new brand. It's very modern, very minimalistic. Uh, really, we our focus there is like we're designing it for a plumber, for a plumber, making it very easy to install. We've got Perrin and Row, which is a British brand, um, and again, handcrafted, hand sculpted, beautiful finishes. So it's for us, it's all about partnerships, and we value. I, I think. Nar said it very well, you know, people work with people and it's really at the end of the day, it's all about the chemistry um, between the two people that results in some amazing product. I mean, how many of you are designers? Would you guys agree with that statement? Yes? I want to hear yeses, not just nods. Okay, <laughs> good. So it really is all about chemistry is what, you know, we've discovered and... Um, I think we're going to do some great things together as we move forward as well. <laughs> so I'm going to hand it off to you. I, uh, my, my journey very much began with, uh, with Andrew Hayes a, um, at the fourth wall launch for Hog and Pole in London. I, I took a, um, a group of uh, designers and partners from the US to witness something that uh, was literally extraordinary for me. It was a... Uh, it was an experience, a concept uh, called the Fourth Wall, which was theatrical. I'm sure Andrew will talk more about it, but it, uh, it introduced me to um, uh, an experience I'd never had with kitchens. It actually touched creative things within me that I'd not noticed before. And, but that was the start of the journey. Since then, there was an absolute media storm, and I witnessed Andrew since then not being a designer, but beginning to be a real brand creative um, and consequently now a CEO that I'm very, very pleased to have uh, daily dialogue and, uh, and constant collaboration working with. Uh, an extraordinary journey. We, uh, we formalized our partnership somewhat 14, 15 months ago with the, the launch of, um, of Cabinet. It was at a time where I was certainly looking for something different and uh, Andrew provided the inspiration, um, and we've been um, we've been having a fantastic time ever since. So uh, that's brought us here today, and uh, very proud that though I'm I'm someone that focuses very much on delivery of service and operation. Um, with time, and working with Andrew with his creativeness, um, I I couldn't go backwards anymore. I have to be part of something that is truly inspirational and design led. Um, I can look at a, a cabinet company now and see four pieces of chipboard with a door thrown on it. Um, that's not what cabinet is. And um, that's why I'm very proud to work with you, Andrew. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> um, yeah, as Neil said, our collaboration started. I've had a bit of a, 
unusual journey because I started, I'm an architect and then went into live performance design, designing sets and costumes for the Royal Opera House, uh, René de Verona in Italy, um, Chicago Opera, various opera companies. And um, then sort of had a bit of a departure from that and created a concept for Pog and Pole in 2010, I think it was. No, it was 15, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, created a concept that sort of called the fourth wall concept, referencing my theatrical experience. And um, and from that point um, became moved on. Uh, Neil and I have continued to cross paths, whether it's me bringing him in or the other way around. So I, um, after I departed Pog and Pol, I went to become creative director of Smallbone, um, which is a more classic British brand that is quite big in New York. And Neil came on that, came over there and became president and, and CEO of um, Smallbone US. So we worked together with me as creative and brand director and he is um, president and CEO of a, one, the big one of the biggest markets outside the UK for that brand. And then um, after leaving there, I founded another brand called Lansering, which some of the designers in the room might have heard of, um, a British brand sold that quite quickly and then we reconnected on uh, on cabinet um uh, uh, so in a different capacity because i founded had this vision for cabinet that was forming and needed someone you know uh who i saw who i had a long-standing trust and relationship with and um and the brand was born really so early in the journey but uh yeah and as a business that's Unlike many kitchen businesses, we are creatively founded, and it's like we we have this uh, you know this description of our relationship being this creative energy, where everything from the paperwork to the order process, everything looks and feels good. And Neil's just been working with me to, you know, enhance the experience of everything and make it real. You know, so. Yeah, so that's our, that's where we started in our basic journey. So I, I think I, I very much look upon this as almost Andrew's creativity and vision is an explosion, and it creates um, it creates this wonderful explosion that has touch points all around it. But each of those touch points can give different experiences, and we have to make sure all those experiences are in line with the brand vision. So that's. Um, that's my job. Will it be written communication? Will it be responding to a phone call whenever? It's about delivering what the brand needs. Great. Thanks. So um, Andrew and Neil sort of just touched on this, but I'd love to hear how your relationships have evolved since you've been working together. And if there's anything that maybe surprised you about working together, working with a designer, somebody who maybe wasn't used to, um, that kind of thing. Um, I can elaborate on that <clears throat> quite a bit. Um, when I first started uh, working with Dekton, it's uh, you feel a little bit uh, lonely in that. Am I the first to do this? Is this going to create hardship in my company? Um, and am I going to be supported? And so part of a great partnership and alliance and working with different people is knowing that uh, you both need each other and you both need to really for the better of the industry, for the better of the whole purpose of why we're designing and building products and uh, doing designs is we want a good outcome. And so uh, with Dekton, 
like Patty said, when I first introduced him to my fabricator, he wanted to run away from me so fast. And he did, actually. He kind of initially <coughs> said, I'm, I'm not going to work for you. No way. I'm not doing this. And so he jumped into it. And he was right. This is a nightmare. I, I, my, this doesn't work. I'm not doing this for you. And, and I'm, I'm the one that uh, said, no, we have to do this. There's this amazing factory in Spain. I've seen it. I've talked to all the developers. I look at my projects. I really want to use this as part of what we do. I, I'm going to incorporate this. So you're going to have to somehow find a way to do this with me and we'll find the support for you. And so, and he did. He actually reached out to Cosentino himself, ended up investing, um, I don't want to say a number, but a huge amount of money. He recently in Mexico, we were at a conversation there and he said, we invested like the value of every, everybody's homes in the company to put machinery into his, his fabrication shop to work with this product. And at this point, it has so much incredible momentum that if fabricators are not investing, they're being left behind. And so this is the power of partnerships. We all work together to say there is a product out there we believe in. It's improving the industry and it's being so well embraced that I'm, I'm really uh, grateful that I had the opportunity from early on to jump into this and say, let's, let's have a partnership. Let's build this together and let's just see what happens. And it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm, I'll add to one thing. When all of this began, we learned one important thing at Cosentino and that was because the fabricators needed help, the designers started to invest in it and to specify it. So we invested in bringing a team of people that would work with the designers and the fabricators in helping your dreams come true into your project. So what we did with NARS specifically was we sent um, a team from Spain to work with his fabricator and help them through the project. But what to answer your question about is there anything that's happened that's made you kind of wow, I can say that so seven years ago, NARS said, I want my showroom to be a Decton showroom, a Cosentino showroom only. He launched, he opened his showroom this last year and just now at Cavis won showroom of the year for um, for um, uh, for this year. So showroom of the year in Sacramento and it's all decked on. And I think that just shows a phenomenal way of how we elaborated, how we collaborated with, with our products and with such a great designer. And it's a new vision. I've had various showrooms over the years, but I, I wanted to take something, speaking of partnerships, create a showroom that is not, like anything we've really seen before where there's vignettes and kitchen after kitchen. And it's really more a meeting place. Again, we're creating brand partnerships with my clients. We're creating relationship partnerships. And so it's more of a conference room an, an elevated architectural space for a partnership with our clients. And so, and that translates to the partnership that we have with the brands that are representing what we do. Fantastic. Congratulations on that, Lily. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I sort of have a different, a little bit different perspective on the, um, the way that we work together. Um, not necessarily specifically with uh, the House of Roll, but because I have 
um, license agreements with various other companies. And I've been doing this for quite a while. I have numerous license agreements. Um, as a designer, it's really interesting. You, you, as I'm sure many of you uh, can relate to, you have got so many ideas swarming around your head. You're in the industry. You're exposed to so many different things. And um, you're always sort of torn between wanting to follow a trend that's very popular and successful or actually creating something that might be a little bit unusual, might be in a slightly different direction. And when you work with different companies um, as a partner for product design, you also understand that there's different art departments. There's different um, people that you have to create, like you say, relationships with in different parts of the world, different parts of the country. And so it's very important that you maintain these kind of personal relationships with all of your alliances and understand that they don't all work exactly the same way. So my feeling and my, my biggest word, and I use it for almost everything I do in life, is called uh, flexible, being flexible um, and understanding that we're sort of honored to be in a, an industry that creates beauty and luxury and, and products that give people so much happiness. Um, like Kavita mentioned that she was relatively new and she inherited me with how's a role. Thank God she adopted me. <laughs> but um, uh, it's, it's an interesting process when you work with various companies and you go through um, different regimes and, and you, you, you know that you've got longevity with them because your product has been successful and you're working with them, but it's often slightly a challenge to, you know, start a completely new relationship. Um, but that's something that I really strive for. And as Kavita can probably attest, I, I love working with individuals from a company that have a different insight into um, what niche in their business is missing a particular product. Um, that's something that I want to fulfill for them. I want to design a product that fits into their portfolio of products, but might be something that they're slightly lacking in. And likewise, I'm sure they look at me as someone that's um, in the industry that hopefully has some insight into the designer, architect uh, trade. And um, with me, I'm sort of a all-encompassing type of designer because I do personal projects as well. So I've got my fingers in a lot of different pies and I'm on both sides of the table, the drafting table, so to speak. So I offer them information, they give me information and together we create a really great duo. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's so interesting. Brands evolve over time, um, just like design trends evolve, right? Like, um, so role as a brand, I want to specifically mention was very traditional focused and we've we've transitioned uh, based on market needs based on where we see design trends go finish trends go and so you you bring up a really important point in terms of evolution it's if we don't evolve together it's like any relationship right if you don't grow together and you don't learn together and you don't evolve together somebody gets left behind so it's a very, very key aspect of the relationship. And again, it all boils down to communication, right? Are we communicating regularly? Do we know 
do I, do I know what's on Michael's mind? Does he know where we want to take the brand? And then therefore, are we evolving together to get to the next level of where we want to take the brand? Uh, I, that, in my mind, is the most critical piece of a, of a design partnership. Because if, if a designer feels that they are very good at this one thing and may not believe in the direction, there's this, this crack that you know, happens in the relationship and then what comes out of that has no chemistry, it has no um, longevity. Um, so I, I do believe that's a very important piece of the puzzle, at least what I've discovered for us is this whole piece of just building the relationship together and this, this communication where you both understand where we wanna head to and therefore we're designing to that. Amazing. Great. You guys wanna to touch on that a bit too? Yeah, I, th I think on this one, I'd um, I very much like to defer to Andrew, which is not an unusual thing at times. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, our relationship is is very different in some ways to uh, the rest of the panelists here because Andrew is both the designer and the brand creator and owner. So whereas we collaborate very closely, um, he is a, a powerhouse of both vision and creation and design. So um, I'll skip this one, Andrew. Hmm. Um, for me, I find um, something that's evolved a lot is when Neil and I started working together in this current iteration, um, uh, the most interesting thing I've seen is his growth um, on the logistics operations side, understanding and appreciative creative detail, you know, and product um, from someone who's been in the kitchen industry for... Don't say how long. <laughs> 25, <laughs> 25 years? <laughs> um, seeing him to begin to appreciate and um, actually learn to speak and communicate creatively as well. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges in any business is, um, in a, we're 14, 15 months old, but in any business is um, understanding uh, and you know having a vision before anyone else has it and then getting them on board and speaking ahead of where you are now to try and bring them with you. And Neil's, you know, that hasn't been such a problem, actually. He's, yeah. for an old guy, he's adapted fast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ouch, Neil. <laughs> um, okay. I'm sitting on this side. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have a few of your joint projects that we can actually take a look at, and we're going to have each of you talk a little bit about them specifically. So Nar, Cosentino, we'll start with you. All right. Okay, so... <clears throat> oh, did I... Oh. I don't think I did anything. Yeah, it's just going. They're moving on a loop. You can talk about general talk about it projects so, as we see them come through. Yeah. So part of part of my initial oh you're you're moving there you go hold on I think we've got control of this I can't talk this fast. <laughs> one moment I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> okay. go for it no, you can do it so <clears throat> part of uh, my initial exploration with uh, Decton and this partnership is what can it do so it wasn't just keep business as usual mode it was let's disturb the design table. Let's see what else is out there and capabilities. So 
I went out of my way to make things incredibly difficult and mitered and waterfalled and puzzling together and hang it on a wall and hang it on, you know, I, I, I was just looking for every possibility, mostly to give my uh, uh, fabricator the most difficult time of his life, but he was so well supported by uh, the Cosentino group, Patty, that anytime we made a phone call in the process, we're having an issue with this. I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work. How am I going to hang slabs on a wall um, high up where you know the clients could still be safe year after year? And so it was just a, 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 a continuous conversation that created these beautiful projects and also to the perseverance of not just me, but everybody on on both sides of the team, the Cosentino group and um, my design staff, <clears throat> one of which is sitting was sitting right here a little bit ago. So just just kind of pulling our hair to to exploit the product to everything it's capable of. And so far, it has been more capable in every sense, indoor, outdoor, and for every use that um, that I ever imagined. And one of the best things about design is Design has to be exciting for the client. It has to tell a story. It has to be something that we all can relate to. And so one of the first things I remember doing with, with a slab of Decton is creating a, a meal. It, it was fish and salad and a barbecue and outdoor and wine. And, you know, and we served our meal on, on, right on the table, no plates. And the conversation took off where, well, what if the vinegar on the salad dressing gets on the countertop and what about the salmon and the and we just had the most fantastic union is whoever was at that table i don't recall but but that's what design is about that's what partnerships are about it's about making the story of life better it's about improving people's lives our lives in our we need to be happy in designing we need to be supported with our partners, and that's what this is all about. So um, I'm gonna pass it on here to Patty. Uh, well, the only thing I'll add to that as far as the projects, the one that, the fireplace that you guys saw there was that first project that I talked about. And um, I remember when NAR told us he was going to do this, and then it got published, and it was a, um, the um, not that one, but the other fireplace, yeah. Sorry. The one, no, that's okay. I know it's hard to maneuver, but anyway, that one. That one. Um, and it was, it was one of those where we had to send someone out to help them with the fabricator and the fabricator explained that it was difficult to do. But again, it was kind of that cutting edge. Let's see what this material really can do because of it being able to withstand yeah. heat and because of the ability for it to be horizontal and vertical, um, specifically with the large slabs. So very exciting projects that we got to do together. Yeah, it has a uh, 316 gap between each slab and it's got a line, you can't see it in the photograph, but it has a lime green background to that. And it had to be just really precise. And we also floated and mitered that, that um, the, the uh, hearth there and that also lines up with things. So it was an incredibly complex, it looks very simple, but it's incredibly complex. And the big slabs on the wall are actually mitered into the walls that return. It's, it's scribed to the floor. And um, so it, it was initially 
almost more than we can all chew here. We were all scratching our heads a lot, but it was very successful. And this is what let us know we're onto something and we're not going to stop. We're going to continue this. Yeah. Um, and I'll just say that for us, disrupting is, is key. You know, you guys as designers have such amazing vision and we hope that our material allows you to work with that, with your vision that you can bring to life in something that is not, um, you know, an, an opportunity that, that you can bring it to life. Um, the fabricators don't like that so much, yeah. <laughs> but we are okay with that once it actually comes true. And, um, and as far as, you know, having that opportunity for partnership with uh, projects like that, that made it all come to life. So, and, and then partnerships too, it's everything that all the chaos that is created in the background with people that are willing to work with me and believe in the dream and really uh, stand by my side and stand by the, stand by the side of, of everything that's happening. I want to give a quick, Ashley Richardson, can you please stand up? So she's <laughs> one of the people behind my team that um, she was a 30 under 30 a while back and um, now it's just a rock star on my team. And, and the dedication that it just requires of team effort um, to pull these projects yeah. off and to create really solid relationships. Um, I, that's, thank you. Fantastic. Okay, Michael, this slide has been teased a few times. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> but it's go. still fresh. I see still that. Still fresh. Okay. Um, what we're looking at here is... Uh, Sorry, apologize. Okay. Yeah, here I am again. Okay, still fresh. Finicky. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> We've got it. Yes, teaser. Um, okay, so uh, this happens to be an image of um, what I would consider the um, most, well, one of my favorite products that I've ever designed. This is Graceline. It's um, a dial handle that we uh, have come up with for, the, for a lav set. It comes with a complete lav and shower package. Um, the thermostatic control handle is amazing. It's an enlarged version of that. Um, but the inspiration behind this, as Kavita was saying, is sort of emanating from my passion of earlier 20th century design. I love um, the era of luxury ocean liners, luxury automobiles, the Art Deco era. If you think about um, the emerging of skyscraper design in America. It's the 1930s, 1940s. I do love many different um, eras, but that one resonates to me the most because it really speaks about luxury and pampering yourself and all of those um, personal items that, um, like vanity trays, or for example, the, the, the dial handles on this particular design are inspired by beautiful or handsome uh, perfume bottles, the, the stoppers or the apothecary tops for, for um, really wonderful perfume or cologne bottles of that era. Also, what's really interesting is there are four elements that I'd like to think of every time I design a product. Uh, there's the tactile, there's the visual, there's the form, and then there's also the application. And those are my four tenets for designing a successful product. With this particular product, um, one of the things that makes it so tactile and so wonderful is the fact that it has 
beautifully executed thumb and finger impressions that are just divoted into the hand dial. So it's beautifully arced, and then there's a perfect place for your thumb and forefinger to turn the, the dial uh, hot or cold. And if you have wet hands, it, it really comes in handy. And those are just subtle details that Roll was able to execute with this. Um, this is the kitchen faucet for Graceline that we're uh, introducing at this market. Um, this almost comes out of the machine age era. And um, what's really beautiful is the knurling detail, which also repeats on the, the, um, the, the, uh, the Graceline dial lav set. But if you see, there's a tapered lever handle and a pull-down spray integrated into the gooseneck faucet. And they have a knurling detail, so they're really wonderfully um, executed and tactile. And what's great about this piece is um, the new finish that we're offering it in, which is a matte black and a satin gold finish, which I find has become extremely popular. It is, again, it's like the jewelry in a kitchen. It brings in a lot of different aspects from the home, light fixtures, um, accessories, all kinds of um, gold and brass um, furniture that people are using. It's so, so I think, beautiful. what's that? <laughs> Sorry, it's and, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And there's a detail of the, the knurling around the escutcheon. So that's what I'm most proud of with the House of Roll right now in terms of products. Yeah. And um, that's really what the Roll brand stands for. I would, if you haven't visited our booth, come visit us. We're in the North Hall, <clears throat> uh, right behind Moen and Kohler. And you can see what we're, so we have a whole merchandising section where all our products are displayed. The brand ethos is all about um, hand sculpted. It's all about having knurling on the handles. It's about design, it's about finish. And this collection really embodies all of that. And, and so again, it's the, it's the chemistry between the understanding of the brand and, and what it's, like what do we want to, portray from that brand that this collection absolutely, absolutely um, uh, brings forward. I think the Graceline is, is one of my favorite collections. And we've got, we've got the entire bath collection, like you so uh, rightly said, as well as, so we decided to take it into the kitchen because why wouldn't we bring something so artistic into the area of your home that you spend the most time in? Uh, I mean, the kitchen is the hub of, it's the heart of the household. And so we want to bring, you know, beautiful design into that space as well. So it's, it's really, it's, I think this collection by far embodies the chemistry of the relationship. Um, and I can't, I can't wait to see what else we can do in the future. I, um, I think I'm probably sat in the wrong seat here because I'm a little bit out of sequence, but so I'll defer again to Andrew, but I, I think uh, the next three pictures, what I'd like to see, uh, those images of Andrew's story and his creations have instilled a, a passion and um, that, that I had almost lost from the kitchen industry. And for someone that's been in it for so long, it's been so reinvigorating to work with someone that is so creative. So, um, the selection of images up here come from various things I've done rather than the current brand and the product line. But um, the thing to mention about um, the images up here 
the first one there is a is a from the current collection current brand which is cabinet our partnership and the unique thing about this brand i came from a very bespoke millwork sort of um high-end millwork uh um background with our team studio creating unique pieces one-off pieces and creating concepts uh uh, for various brands and licensing as well, you know, for folks around kitchens and closets. Um, this particular one, what what the the vi brand vision for Cabinet was to create a system based product which kept keeps the pricing down, like Boffy, Boltop, Pogginpole, Somatic, those types of brands. So a catalog based product allowing other people to specify it easily rather than going through the specification process with mill workers but with a huge selection of materials and it encourages it's all about eclecticism and mixing finishes so up here you've got stone panels wood veneer chevron in bleached walnut uh bronzed door frames sliding stone tops ribbed bleached um, ribbed dyed wood on that island one top goes one way and one's the other so it sort of opens up to create seating all around it you know um so the idea is that it's a system product and it's all about the surfaces, finishes and materials, which is why it's targeted to design based designers and design based studios, you know, so um, yeah, that's um, this one is one of the more high end projects that are um, from our epoch collection that we created. Uh, uh, two, three years ago that we licensed to my other brand, Lancering, that I've sold now, um, and then, um, and is an R team product. So this is, was a higher end brand, more like a mill worker, but super um, detailed and precision based. So um, you can see, I love mixing different elements in a space. That's the backbone of the sort of the brand so here you can see one two three so right over in the back you can see um our sliding woven mesh screen that many of the designers here might have seen around um there's another image of that coming up soon um uh can you go back one yeah <laughs> uh, um can you go back back one sorry anyway in that space there was five elements um forming one space um a scullery table with 1920s lead crystal drawers set into it from the original Frankfurt kitchen, um, which broke all the rules about how kitchens are used back in the 20s. Um, there was uh, an island with a, a sheet of metal um, that created a seating area. We called that the oilcloth island because it was like an, an old sort of oilcloth thrown over the table, but it happened to be a piece of marble sitting over a piece of metal and the idea of the metal going to, all the way to the floor and the marble stopping short like it was draped um and you know being able to do that and these were all as a, as a sort of brand that was totally bespoke these were all starting points for designers or for clients um for us to then pick up the elements and details they like and develop so but again that's all about finishes and then the other product in the background which is the glass vitrine um, you'd see on our website, we created a whole corner opening door with mitered glass and special milled hinge, you know, to make that happen with the weight. And um, yeah, uh, this one was from our first um, encounter together, the fourth wall. And we had a series of six glazed elements, which were um, 
which and that was a humidity controlled food storage in the middle of a room that at the touch of a button shifted to black surface so you just had the black and the brass so this is when electrochromatic elements hadn't really been used in kitchens or spaces so you could turn your so it was the idea of food as art you could it was a it was a collaboration with Electrolux Grand Cuisine, who do the big glass chillers and things as well. And um, the glass could shift from solid to clear. You could switch it on and off when you'd finished dining. There was a scullery, a wine room, um, various elements in the space. So that was a reimagination of the early kitchen, but for a contemporary pog and pole audience, you know. So yeah, and that one there again is. Um, the sliding mesh screen, which has become something that I've uh, continued to use, the chevron bit of um, chevron pattern, which again I use a lot. Um, then we created a hanging bracket inside the cabinet there um, with a sort of formed brass strap. Um, and uh, and the most beautiful thing about that, you can't see from that image, uh, it might be on our Instagram. I'm so sorry. That's okay. On the far end, there was a chopping block we carved out of a solid tree a block of wood that we found and we wow. had to inset the brass ties to hold it together and then we created an opening in the end for vegetable baskets so that faces back towards the mesh so so the cabinet brand which is our current so experience is all about taking all this sort of elements and my aesthetic which a lot of it's based on lighting materials finishes color um and i've been educating the partnership here is educating neil turning that look and that feel into a catalog product. Um, and yeah, I'd so, love to jump in, in there with something. And in the power of partnerships, um, it's about meeting people. And I remember the first, I went to London to the fourth wall when um, that's where I met Andrew. And I remember coming home so inspired. And so it's all about inspiration. It, it, it all, it's all a part of why are we doing this? It's to, to be inspired and to inspire. And that's how our clients are inspired. Our partnerships are a portion of that. And in the end, it's our partnerships as a community. And so, and now here I am sitting with you um, on stage and we've been talking about projects. And so, and I've worked with Neil for a very long time as well with Pogan Pole. And so, um, it's also a small world, so the partnerships aren't far away. It, the partnerships are about uh, injecting yourself into the community, your design community, and really uh, <laughs> doing what you do best, and it will be seen. Well, congratulations to each of you. I think um, what we just saw in these amazing slides was um, not just the power of partnerships, but the beauty in partnerships, and I think you all demonstrate that in a great way. Um, so I think we might, do we have time for a couple, one question, maybe from the audience? If anybody has a question they'd like to ask. Scream. <laughs> So beautiful. Wow. That's a great idea. That's a great yes. idea. That was collaborating with That will be next year. We will show you the outcome of That's that. That is a great idea. Very good. Like it. Well, thank you everyone so much for coming. Um, we so appreciate you being here and we hope everybody yeah. learned a little something. So thank you. Have yeah, a great rest you. of your K Bez. Thank, thank you, you for listening.
We'll have new episodes of KB Talks coming your way soon, so make sure you are subscribed and stay tuned. Please be sure to send your feedback to nkba at flyingcamel.com. And remember to take a moment to leave us a star rating or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned for a quick NKBA Minute. Brave New Business is a video forum developed to support and serve our community of kitchen and bath professionals. Each episode brings together the brightest minds, the change makers, and the problem solvers to interpret the information and offer insight about what we all need to know right now, from market analysis to virtual tools. Make sure you're following us on social media, at the NKBA, for information on how to register and never miss an episode. Brought to you by the NKBA, KBIS, and KBB Magazine. <laughs>